welcome back week two inside the click your weekly creator economy uh resource discussion i guess we're doing all the things things. here so yeah welcome everyone uh thank you so much for the awesome response last week it was super super well i guess no, it will be last week by the time we post this one. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> we no, were so exciting. Yes, <laughs> it's so exciting. So you can expect new episodes every Tuesday. Uh, that'll be our cadence. But yeah, we appreciate it so much. This has been a project that we've been so excited about. And on the note of last week's episode, so you know how we were talking about um, how everyone could possibly be a creator one day. I saw, and I don't know if you saw this, but the University of Colorado on their football practice jerseys, they're doing, instead of their last names, they're doing their social media handle. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, well, now that athletes, college athletes can get, you know, those sponsorship opportunities, I'm like, that's such a clutch way to kind of like dive into that. I thought oh that was so my. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing is so fascinating too. Like, because also I grew up swimming mm-hmm. and a, a big um, question that everyone had was, did you want to go pro or did you want to swim in college? And like the people that like peaked in high school and went to the Olympics, like it was basically the only way that you could get, I guess this is the same thing too with like gymnastics and basically any lesser known sport. The Mm -hmm. only way that you could like make a ton of money, um, through after that exposure would be like you had to go pro and then you couldn't right. do it in college. Right. That's yeah. so funny. Cheerleading is the exact opposite. Well, not exact opposite. There's just no money in cheerleading. <laughs> but I remember <laughs> in high school, probably like senior year, I would get asked, do you want to be a professional cheerleader? And I was like, one, NFL cheerleaders are dancers. So no. Because <laughs> dancing was not was not my strength when it came to cheer. It was being 5-1 and being thrown in the air. <laughs> but yeah, so I did college. But yeah, after that, there's like absolutely no trajectory. But like these cheerleaders now could be influencers. And I feel like that's a whole new level yeah. that did not exist 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, there's a couple of them that have like millions of followers and are making really good money. But I feel like I did see something about that maybe a couple months ago where there there was like maybe heckling or something. I mean, it it comes with its own set of challenges, um, I'm sure. But wow. But yeah, so that was University of Colorado. Yeah. So they're on it. I also think like this past year, they've just been trying to be in the media. I think they're because isn't didn't they get a new coach anyway we're we're getting off track but I thought that was interesting since we had talked about last week but let's get into what's going on this week in the influencer creator economy world yes 
So um, we'll actually, we're going to split this into a couple of different segments. So this first one, we're going to talk about some weekly highlights that both of us found throughout the week. So the first one is um, Impact launched their, um, they are calling it their creator marketplace. And it is an app where you can create tracking links in one click, manage proposals and invites in one swipe, and apply to brands and promote new products with one tap. So not a creator app, but a way to like manage all of like some of the business side. Interesting. Okay. So honestly, this makes so much sense. Or if you're not that familiar with impact, but you are a creator, you probably are using impact and you just don't know it. So they essentially are the in-between the retailer and then a platform like Collective Voice or LTK or ShopMy. And they are the ones who are tracking the information of the order of the click and then sending that data to Collective Voice. So the retailer gets the order, they push it through Impact, Impact has all the rate information. So, and all of that is all decided in the network. So if you're ever like, why is this retailer 15%? That's something that the retailer has sent through to the network. And then these other platforms just aggregate that. So and also use- in uh, Monica, correct me if I'm wrong. So there's quite a few affiliate networks. Mm-hmm. Impact is one of the big ones. Yeah. But one a retailer typically just chooses one affiliate network to be on, and then any they're called like sub affiliates, like mm-hmm. LTK, Collective Voice, Howl. They would need to sync up with that affiliate network to be able to work with that retailer. Right. So it makes so much sense that a network would do this because then they don't really need LTK, Collective Voice. Like they can just do it. And these networks are kind of the OGs of this business. Like affiliate marketing has existed well before bloggers existed. If you think about like how old like some of these affiliate companies are, they're probably double in age as a shop style or LTK. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. I also saw they're doing an influencer trip this week to Seattle. It's probably to kind of like promote celebrate because it's like hot off the press. Like literally they posted it two days ago. Um, And I think it also not only is it interesting that through doing that, right, you're cutting out some of the sub affiliates potentially. Mm -hmm. But there's I mean, there are also different benefits like with different sub affiliates. And we can talk about this at length too, but sometimes if you're going to do a campaign and you need to do like whitelisting, some sub affiliates may already have that set up. Um, So there can be like different headaches that are um, alleviated through going through a sub affiliate, but it does also take another pain point, which is just like the whole campaign management process. And it makes it like 
putting it into technology is great. Um, yeah. So I agree. I think that's huge. And I think creators also like to know that they have some control in the campaign process of being able to reach out to a brand and not just sit there waiting and hoping that their account comes up in some search that makes them relevant to a campaign because yes, you can like cold pitch and like find an email through LinkedIn of who might be that person, but that takes so much time and for platforms to start evolving and having more ways that the creator can feel like they're owning their business and not just sitting there waiting. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's so is it an actual app or is it just like on desktop right now and mobile? So let me see. Um, they say marketplace simply apply to become a partner and verify your details me oh how to join marketplace now i'm not a creator monica is a micro influencer so maybe she'll sign up (laughs) well i am i am signed up for something with impact radius but i signed up for whatever that is before they announced this whole creator thing yeah so i'll have to log in and see if it pushes me somewhere i don't know uh, we'll talk about this in a future one if it's an app or a site. Yeah. I would imagine it's probably both. Yeah. We can also drop the link in the show notes and y'all can go explore and let us know what you think. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's talk about threads. All right. Um, I personally <laughs> was really excited about threads. And I think the first three days of it, it was like my full-time job to just be on threads. <laughs> I loved it so much. And now I don't know the last time I opened it. But I think about it. I think like when I'm falling asleep at night, I'm like thinking thoughts and I'm like, oh, that would have been funny for threads. But I never post it. Oh. I know. I feel like the one time I think about threads is when I'm on Instagram and I see the person's like when they join threads. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they an early adopter or late adopter? Uh, Yeah. So I'm I'm like, oh, I'm in the first million signups. Um, 800,000. I saw like that is amazing. I think I was 3 million. But you know what? When I signed up and like you don't really have anyone like going into your feed, right? Mm -hmm. Because like you're not really following anyone because it's like this new thing. Yeah. I was actually thinking like, should I try to become a Threads influencer? Why not? Like why you not? literally could. Yes. So. I think, I mean, why, and here's the thing. I think a lot of people get hung up with the becoming a creator influencer or whatever you want to call it and being like, well, I can't take pictures. I don't have things to take pictures of every day. Like there's such a visual component or I don't want to be on video all the time. That's my thing. I don't want to be talking to video all day every day I did that and now I'm just like over it but if you are someone who's really good at writing and really witty 
Threads is so good. Like, you can't, you don't have to be like the stereotypical of what you think of an influencer. And I think Threads opens that door again. That Twitter, Twitter is a dark, mysterious place sometimes. Especially now. Yes. Also, are we ever going to start calling it X or is it just always going to be Twitter and Elon Musk is going to be the only one calling it X? Like, what have we decided as a collective? Because it's still Twitter to me, just without the bird. Well, I feel like I, when you see it in articles, it'll be like X, parenthesis, formerly (laughs) known as Twitter. Like, I feel like literally if you only say X, it seems like it's just a placeholder. Yeah. Because that's what I do. I'll be like, like capital Mm -hmm. X's or whatnot if I'm like trying to think of some like filler yeah and it would look like a mistake yes a hundred percent did you see that they're auctioning off i think they might have already done it everything that was in the twitter office including the bird that was on the side of the building i kind of wanted the bird i was like if i if i had like that level of disposable income (laughs) and a place to put it i'd i'd like ask my assistant to put in a bid for the bird I like thought I had this all planned out in my head (laughs) like I had like I don't know in another life I would have put it in a bid for the bird I actually was just like thinking in my head I'm like does she have an assistant (laughs) (laughs) I wish like in your dream life okay pro hack for creators Pretend like you do have an assistant. When you're pitching to brands, do it from like a generic email like hello at myblog.com and pretend that you're the assistant and that's going to help you kind of put a different hat on, especially with negotiations. So when I used to do this, I used to just use my friend's name and then I have a friend who uses my name and yeah, it's like your alter ego. and. At the end of the day, as dumb as it is, people kind of do take you more seriously if you have like your assistant coming in and trying to negotiate or pitch to you. Yeah, that's in going back to what uh, we started to talk about last week, treating this like it's an actual business Mm -hmm. that is part of it. Like you would have a bigger organization. And everyone's responsible for their different things. And it is up to, you know, that person that's in charge of whatever function, let's take negotiations, to get the best price and to get the best payment for the company. So that's really smart. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Um, so back to threads. I saw... Since July 31st, it's declined like 85%. Oh, that. I saw 75%. Oh, okay. I would think that 85% is more accurate now. Like, I think that that's another thing, though, where when it comes to little, like, pithy statements, Mm -hmm. like, okay, that was Twitter. People were really obsessed with that when it first came out. And like, so that's why it's kind of the go-to for that. But Mm -hmm. then when it came to threads, like 
I think at first everyone was just having a good time, like watching Elon freak out yeah. downloading it. But then it's like, what do I actually do here? Right. So do you think that somewhere in the Instagram offices, there's like meetings right now where they're like, should we just put the threads capability inside Instagram? So then you can just post your little blurb within Instagram? Or is it just going to melt away? I don't know. Because if you put it into Instagram, is that kind of like you're admitting failure of... It's just also like, yeah. I think that they're... I read that they're trying to add features and whatnot, but how... Like, they need to have a bigger purpose yeah. for what to use it for. Because right now it's kind of like people will post on threads, but then they post on Instagram the threads photo. Yeah. Yep. No, that's a good point. It also goes to show how you can't release something just to be in competition with something else. Like you can't, that can't be your only reason just because you want to compete. And I think that, you know, right now in the influencer space, LTK is the only one with a consumer app. And it could be asked, why is no one else trying to do that too? Because it clearly works very well. But if we kind of use this as an example, you can't just launch a product and put all this investment unless you have a deeper reason other than just to compete. Yep. And same thing even with the platforms that you choose as a creator to be on, like not just trying to get on all of them, but showing up poorly because you don't know what your perspective is in using that platform. Yeah. Do you think creators need to be on every platform? Like, do you have to be on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok in order to have a successful business? I think that you need some sort of variety because you can't only be on like one or two Mm -hmm. because these platforms are beyond our control and there's going to be changes. Yeah. So if you, you need to have some sort of diversification but then you can't be on too many where it just becomes a chore and then you burn out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. I think also you could theoretically have be on less platforms if you are really following what's going on with that platform and you're able to use data (laughs) to evaluate like where in the funnel are things breaking down if you're able to do that then you can adapt and like bob and weave a little better to changes Mm -hmm. that you encounter yeah and also on that note when it comes to looking at your data when it comes to social media platforms let's just say instagram for the example this goes looking at this goes beyond just putting blame on the algorithm. Like the algorithm's going to do whatever it wants. I 
believe that the algorithm isn't out to get you because at the end of the day, Instagram wants creators to keep posting and people to keep watching. So they're not trying, they're not out to get you, even though that's how a lot of people make it sound. But you can still use data. You can still make decisions and not feel like you're just at the whim of the algorithm, right? Yeah. And it's even the case if you think about a more traditional company, all marketing departments know that if they if they have a budget, like let's say you have a $1 million budget in 2023. Mm-hmm. You can't have that same budget in 2024 and expect the same results. Right. Things are going to keep getting more expensive. Like the algorithms are going to change, or even just like the logic that uh, even advertising platforms use that evolves. Mm-hmm. So you can't expect to just keep doing the same thing and for your success to just like keep being at the same level or even increase, you always have to adapt, especially in this industry. Yeah. Well, and you even see when someone goes viral and they're they're asked, how did that go viral or whatever? They're usually like, well, I did something different. I tried something new. Yeah. So we have to be comfortable with pivoting. Yes. And like not, I just, I always love thinking about um it's always like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results i think about that all the time yep. like yep. if something's not working it's like change it do something new like why would you keep like banging your head against the wall and doing the same thing and thinking that there's going to be a different outcome my therapist said that's why i need to update my dating app profile <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. The logic applies. It does to everything in life, to everything. I've never seen that logic not be of sound advice. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So, speaking of changes, pivoting, we all know that every time there's a new iOS release, panic arises. And that's right around the corner, isn't it? Yep. I think September. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah. It's always in the fall. Yep. Right. I I don't know if I'm such a nerd. I remember in college being so excited to watch the like Apple keynote talk. I would like sit at my computer and I would literally watch the two hour keynote on Mm -hmm. introducing all the new Apple products. I haven't I done actually, that in years, but I used to live for it. When when I've worked at like other tech companies, like I remember one time uh, the whole iOS team, we reserved a conference room and we watched <laughs> it. And yeah. I was like, I mean, everyone there was super excited. Um, but my, just a question. Okay. This has always driven me nuts. Has the has this always kind of been the same format where they do the keynote even from the beginning of time? Mm-hmm. Or was the keynote and like the whole like presentation that now everyone's trying to copy? Um, is that a relatively newer thing? I could look it up, but I've what I know is that I've watched it since the iPhone came out. 
Okay. Because I, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. it, this was before, or no, maybe like right when iPhones were starting, but I had the old iPod, which for all you young kids, uh, it was just like black and white, like not even no graphics, nothing to start out. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to take my money that in high school was not super plentiful. (laughs) And I bought the iPod photo. And it was like, pretty, right? Like it it actually showed photos, which was a new thing. Yeah. Literally, I'm not kidding. The next week, the video came out. And I was ready. I had already used the photo. And I was like, this is a disaster. (laughs) What? I always remember that. And I'm like, was that before they established the official cadence? Like, how could I have known? But I think so. I think, and I could actually, this is a complete assumption, but maybe like the iPhone is kind of what made it this like huge thing. I remember in, I think it was, I guess, early high school. So my dad, every Sunday, he would make me choose an article from the Wall Street Journal, and I would have to present it to him. How, how I didn't go to Harvard is beyond me. <laughs> but that is amazing. Oh, you don't want to know. You don't even want to like know what I was I having. Like I, I have some insight into your time. <laughs> Yeah, no, if I go into further detail, then it's going to be a lot of red flags why I didn't go to an Ivy League. But anyway, I remember the one article that I remember is the one where they announced the iPad. And there was this, it was like this full spread in the Wall Street Journal on the iPod. And it is like seared into my memory, which is just so wild. Yeah. How Apple has done that. Like we have life milestones that we can tie to their products. Yeah. I mean, even the, you see it now when people switch from Android to iPhone and it's mm-hmm. like celebrated with like the blue bubbles yep. that you now have in text. Also, yeah. how does everyone have the AirPods Max? Those are like $500 headphones. How, do, everywhere I look, everyone has. I I still have the ones with the cord oh because my I can't be trusted with AirPods because <laughs> I lose them. But I'm just like, where do people listen to music, I guess, that much that they – it's like it doesn't matter what age you are. You have the AirPod Max ones. I feel like it's yeah, like the most even- mind-blowing phenomenon to me. Or even just like normal AirPods. I mean, that's a very premium thing. Like I had growing I up. I thought like, so until Sony. I saw the other one. Oh yeah. my <laughs> Remember, remember those at first it was everything was over yeah. the head. Yeah. And then and it then changed it to like the under. under. Yeah. I saw yeah. a TikTok yesterday, so this isn't fact checked, but AirPods alone make more revenue than like Spotify and a bunch of different companies and is 
barely second to how much Adobe makes in revenue, just AirPods alone. I can see that. And if you, I don't know. I just, I lost one. I fell asleep on a plane and couldn't find it. And I was just like, you've lost your privileges. (laughs) Back to the cord. That's usually how I am, but I got the AirPods that, because the normal ones don't fit in my ear. It's so weird. Like my inside of my ear, I think like pushes out too much. Like it doesn't sit back. I wonder if that's why mine fall out all the time when I had them. I could never use even just the normal Apple headphones. I was always using different ones. Yeah. So I use the ones that the AirPods that suction in. Much better. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you'll hear yours too. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) Okay. Back to iOS changes. So as a creator, when there is a new software update shipping, not like the little version 0.3, like the big ones that come out. So also, why is it 17 that's coming in on not 16? Are we at 16? Wait, for some reason I thought 15. But wait, that's like... I think it's 17. Is it 17? Hold on. iOS 17. Yep. Well, it's like sometimes yep, they yep, come yep. out with an iPhone. It's like iPhone 6 came out, but then iPhone 8 is the next one. It's like, why did we skip 7? So, but I'm- anyway iOS 17. Yes. Do creators need to be worried? So I think that with some of this stuff, it can sound scary, but I think that affiliate networks have creators' backs. Yeah. Because of some of the things that they're trying to do to make some of the restrictions have a much lesser impact yeah well and at the end of the day an affiliate network is not going to make money if the creator isn't making money yep so they want to make sure that they can have the creator drive those sales so that's always going to be this is kind of like the instagram algorithm like we need to just stop pretending that everyone is just like trying to make your life more difficult You have more tech people in your corner than you think you do. Yes. Yes. And I mean, it's it's also interesting because when Apple did launch, was it 14 that basically like destroyed Facebook? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Because that's what started all the panic. Yes. Because there is some sort of, oh my gosh, by the way, for those watching, look at my nails. I love them. I noticed the other day. I like love them. Uh, She did a very good job. She did. But um, so it's kind of like what, what companies are trying to do. And now they're, I think that they do have some consumer interest in mind where they're Mm -hmm. trying to be like, can protect your data like you don't have to be tracked Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I always let everyone track me same like yeah like we're not doing anything weird no but then also I mean this is a 
separate thing, but I love ads, especially when I'm in the exploration phase. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm trying to like look for a new phone case, like I like going to a few sites and then I'm like, ads, come to me. (laughs) Yes. That's how I found my phone case. It's loopy. Oh, not sponsored. Okay. I've always wanted to, but then I didn't know if it was just like so heavily influencer that like it's not a good product. I don't know. You know how there's some products that you're just like, they're going so deep in influencer that I don't know if it's reliable. <laughs> but I do you like it? Yes. I've okay. I've had um these cases for like a few years. Okay. Like, make a note to make sure we link to it. It's nice too because like with the loop, like you can do other things. Yeah. So I can be like, oh, here's my water. Yeah, I feel like that also looks more comfortable than the pop socket. Yes. Well, the main reason that I did this, I did already have a case, but it was because they they did like a promo, not a promo, but an effort where they put a higher percent to helping Maui. Oh, nice. So I was like, you know, this is like different than my last case and like more money will go to I should have just donated what I spent. <laughs> but know, email sucked me we in. Do, we do what we can. <laughs> We're all philanthropists in our own way. But oh, going back to uh, the iOS changes. So mm-hmm. they're, they're like framing it as, um, you know, they're helping protect your privacy because they're not sharing as much data or they don't allow like other apps to share data with other apps. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of under the guise of privacy. But part of me also just wonders like, did they just want to take some other companies down? Because yeah. they own the operating system. Yeah. Like they but, can yeah. Yeah. But what you can do as a creator is one, not only educate yourself behind like, why is this changing? What does this mean? Um, and that's also why we're here because we like doing stuff like that. But then also doing your research and figuring out who is adjusting. Like yeah. who is trying to like get around this or work with these changes or who's introducing a new way where you can make money Mm -hmm. because this thing is happening right so that's also where like monica said there's a ton of technical people that are here to help you in ways that you don't even like realize yeah because i think what a lot of people don't see behind the scenes is okay let's say you're linking to i can't even think of an example a water bottle company I just looked at my water bottle, whatever. (laughs) And you choose LTK to link to that product. And you might think, okay, what is LTK doing for this whole cookie thing and privacy and all that? They're, They're just creating like the link for you and like showing you the data and all that. The network, like we were talking about with Impact, they're the ones that are kind of doing that techie stuff behind the scenes. So it also doesn't really matter which platform you use, whether it's LTK or ShopMy, because they're all using the same exact networks for the same retailers. So as long as you know that these networks are working on it and you can go to their websites 
and you can read like they have blog posts on this and things like that. So yeah, if you educate yourself on it, you're going to feel a lot more calm. That also, and Monica, I don't know if we're going to have time for Q&A today. <laughs> we we may okay. have to push that. But I, I do think it's important that creators know this too. Like Monica said, it is all coming from the same network. Mm-hmm. Whether you use Collective Voice, LTK, Howl, Shop My, they are all getting the same data. So it's just interesting when you see like some sub affiliates, which is what all of those are, like saying that they can like operate in different um like revenue models, ones that are very, very different from the norm, or like show you more data or whatnot. At the end of the day, everyone can see the same data. Yeah. So they're there's a reason why they're saying that they can show you more, but then there's also a reason why some other companies are not. Correct. So, I mean, and we talked about this last week, a lot of shiny objects. I think there mm-hmm. can be a lot of shiny promises too, yeah. but just know that it's the same. How many affiliate networks are there? Like eight to 10? Yeah, I would say that. I would say there's four major ones. Mm-hmm. And then for that kind of like, there's always going to be one big retailer on it. Yep. So I think it's important that everyone knows that. And maybe we could even talk about Do an about affiliate this. network deep dive. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. Okay. Q&A. We'll start that next episode so that we make sure we answer y'all's questions. But other than that, make sure you subscribe if you haven't yet. Also, we would appreciate so much to review, to rate, depending on if it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It makes such a difference in the early stages. So we appreciate that so much. Yes. And thank you, everyone. This is so fun. So all right. Appreciate all your support. See y'all next week. Bye.